Hello and welcome to the Life with Libby podcast. This podcast is all about empowering women to find their magic. This podcast is conscious based and we'll be going into the very details of life that all women walk through. Enjoy. Hello, babes. Thank you for being here. I am so excited. I have had some really, really intense days with my business, which is really amazing. Things have really been exploding, and I'm just so thankful for you. Um, You know, just having manifestations come in, just reminding me just how magical I am. And I know that I'm magical. I just love having those reminders. Also, I just want to say if you do ever hear like crickets or little noises in the background, it's because I do a lot of my recording at night. I am such a night owl. And I, it's not even that I'm a night owl, like I just am so much more productive at night. I do wake up, you know, in the morning, 8, 8 or 9 a.m. And it takes me a really long time to start getting in the groove of things. So I'll wake up and get my coffee ready and, you know, make myself a smoothie, sit down, do a meditation for at least 20 minutes in the morning, uh, go through my meditations. And I usually do all this before, you know, my husband wakes up or if he's working, he's in another room. So he doesn't bother me too much while I'm doing this. And then, you know, I make my breakfast. And so you see, I'm just very slow in the mornings. And then at nighttime, it's like my my active like work brain comes alive. So I get a lot of that stuff done at night. And uh, my house is very like the walls are not really um, solid. It's like they're all screens that have glass windows on the other side, but the glass windows are glass like slats or slates. I'm not sure what you call them, but they're like blinds that you can open up, right? So my walls are not really walls. Uh, well, at least one of the big ones anyways. Um, so if you do hear some little chirps and things going on, that's just where I am right now in the, the middle of a jungle in Belize, and it's absolutely fascinating. Sometimes I look at my life and I'm just like, holy shit, I created this life. Like I did this, like I created a life like where I live in this gorgeous house in a jungle in Belize. Like how did that happen for me? You know, it's just so intense, so crazy to think about that, like think about those things. So, you know, I was on Facebook and I'm talking to some women And I'm like, what do you guys want to hear about? And a really big topic that came up for a lot of women was around self, uh, around self-love, but really about the body and how to fall in love with the body. And here's the thing is that it's not impossible. What's so fucked is that we have all been told that we need to look a certain way that you don't have the right skin color you don't have the right hair texture you don't have the right shaped nose the right shaped eyes you're too big you're too thin too bony too fat and it's like well then who the fuck is you know who who's ideal who is that person like because apparently 
if you're to this, to that, to that, like, aren't those things that make us too much of anything? Isn't that just what makes us women? Isn't that just what makes us human with bodies? Like, we're not all supposed to have the same body shape, you know? So I studied anthropology and I remember in my first anthropology course, which really just turned me on to anthro, honestly, it was so amazing. And one thing that we learned about was how bodies, how human bodies have adapted to living in all different parts of the world and how we are such a unique species to be able to do that because not every species is able to survive in all areas of the world. And that's something that humans have been able to do. I'm always so impressed when I think about how people literally live like we have the Inuit in Canada and it just blows my mind how for thousands and thousands of years people lived you know off whale hunting getting the fat and seal hunting and you know because it's so cold up there and icy there's not a lot of time for vegetables um and that's just how people live like humans are just such amazing creatures that we can you know just travel anywhere and, and survive and thrive and build families and have generations of people after us it's just fascinating that we are such a unique species to do that but a part of us doing that was a lot of bodily adaptations that took place so for example in the heat of africa you will find a lot of bodies are very tall they're longer longer limbs and okay so then we can look at an inuit person an inuit person is gonna be shorter and have their and have a little bit maybe more body mass in their width but it's because it's responding to their environment right when you're in the heat 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 and it's hot 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 you're gonna need to not have something that stores so much heat but you need to have a vessel that releases heat right and then you know same thing goes if you're in you know the arctic circle if you're in northern canada or in alaska you're gonna need a body that's gonna provide you with a lot of heat so you're gonna need more fat on your body so all of our bodies so now, you know, we're so globalized and there's so much, you know, mixtures of cultures and it's so beautiful. And I grew up in a world where there really was such a beautiful cultural mosaic. And I really, really appreciate that viewpoint that that gave me growing up and giving me that perspective. And so think about this, right? So your body is encoded with thousands and thousands of years of genetic coding of what it should be, right? So your body is trying to respond to the environment and saying, okay, well, I know that my genetics say this is how it's supposed to be. So maybe I'm going to have a little bit more fat here, or I'm going to have this here, or I'm going to have this hair that protects me. Like there's so many different genetic reasons why we have body differences, right? So to think that they're supposed to be like a certain body type, well, not really, not anymore. But if you're looking at like, you know, before people traveled and, you know, before colonialism fucked up the world, if you're looking at that, then yeah, you're supposed to have a certain body type or a certain place where you live. Dadoy. But we think now that there's supposed to be a certain body type for everybody. And that's such a lie. And just let me tell you, so here's a fun fact, okay? 
So women for, you know, we're supposed to have, or we're expected to, by social standards, we're supposed to have tons and tons of hair on our, on our head, long, beautiful hair that's thick and healthy, and then, you know, have nice thick eyebrows, beautiful long lashes, but then no mustache, no beard, and girl, I always get, I always get thick ass black hairs on my chin, like, and I always forget about them. And I luckily I might I'll feel them. And the thing is though, I'll feel them and pick and pick and pick and then I'll end up turning into a pimple. So that's kind of the annoying part. So I'll get rid of them, tweeze them out. But you know, I I rarely shave my leg hair. Like I literally do it maybe a few times a year. It's not very often that I shave my leg hair. My sister gets totally grossed out by it, and I'm like still that little sister that's like who and likes to gross her out. Like I don't think I'll ever <laughs> get over that. Like I just love being a little shit to people. I love being annoying. Like. I just love it. I own it now. You know, before I used to have that fear of like, oh, you're too much. You're too much. And I'm like, yes, I am. Watch out. Ha ha ha. (laughs) So I still definitely have that little sister syndrome. But my, yeah, my older sister, she absolutely hates my, the hair on my legs. But the fun fact about this was that back in like, you know, let's say the fifties, I believe it was women didn't shave their legs like it wasn't a thing it wasn't a thing to shave your armpits or shave your legs or like have no hair on your body that was just so not heard of for women to be hairless and so a corporation razor brands actually razor brands were like shit man well like we're only getting half the population we're only getting men because men shave their face how else can we expand our sales? So they had this huge marketing campaign that was aimed at women to start shaving their legs. So now we have the societal standard that came from a man trying to make money off of women's insecurities. And so now this pattern has played out over and over and over again with so many different kinds of companies jumping on this idea. Hey babes, if you have not yet joined my Magical AF Babes Facebook group, then you need to do that right now. I will post the link in the show notes, but you can also go to Facebook and just put in Magical AF Babes, and that is where you are going to find amazing and daily content that is going to help you in your self-love journey. I go live there a lot and do free coaching sessions essentially in there to help you on on your spiritual walk, on your conscious walk, and just there to empower you to be the best and most authentic, most aligned you possible. I have so many women in there. We are such a beautiful community of women who are there to empower each other. And so you can go in there, post questions, interact with me live. I cannot wait to see you there. So again, it's Magical AF Babes group and it's on Facebook. Facebook link will be in the show notes. I can't wait to see you there. Think about pink washing. Think about how many times you've seen products that literally just have pink on them just to sell it to women, right? So uh, corporations and media and marketing people, they're not stupid. Like there's entire psychology 
based around buying and based around being a consumer and what a consumer wants and getting to the psychology of people and how brilliant was it of them to say like okay I'm gonna now create an insecurity in women so that they need to buy my product because now I've created a deficit in them and in order for them to be good enough in order for them to be whole now they need to have this product right? Like that's just such a fucked up way of doing things, but it's how things are done. It's a lot of how things are done. And so I want you to really think about that when you're, when you're buying stuff, when you're shopping, are you buying it from a place of empowerment? Are you saying, Oh, I love this product. It makes me feel so good. I absolutely love it. Maybe it's your favorite skincare line and you know, whatever, but there's, you know, are you buying like, are you thinking of getting a breast implants because you think your body isn't good enough, you know? And I'm not saying don't do that. What I'm saying is do something that makes you feel empowered. But if you're doing something from a place of lack, getting that thing is not going to fix you, right? Getting that thing that you think you need isn't going to make you whole ever, That's not how it works because if you're coming at a place from lack, if you're coming at it from a place of deficit, what you're going to still feel when you get there or when you have that thing is there is still lack. And so what you're actually saying to yourself when you buy something that isn't empowering you is that you're not worth it right? So keep that in mind every time you go buy something. Ask yourself, why am I buying this? Is it buying it from a lack mentality or am I buying this from a mentality of being empowered? And so when I think about bodies, I like to think about, you know, I like to think about houses. Have you ever seen or like been in a plane and flown over, over like suburbs and every single house is the exact same? All the houses are the same. And it's like, damn, this is the meaning of cookie cutter. Like, bitch, you weren't meant to have a cookie cutter body. You weren't meant that. And so when I look at all these houses and all these different beautiful things, I think like, wow like look at the architecture it's so so beautiful there's so many different styles of houses so many different styles of buildings that i love i'm not an architect but you don't need to be an architect to appreciate the beauty of architecture right you don't need to have a degree in that you can just look at something and say wow that's really beautiful this is really stunning look at this, you know, somebody created this, somebody thought of this and like put it together. Like this is insane. And what's so beautiful about architecture is that there's so many different kinds of architecture, right? You have your Spanish houses, you have your cathedrals, you have, you know, little bungalows. And okay, so I have this cousin and he just loves bungalows, right? He just adores them. And I, for me, they're, they're cute, but they're not my style. Although I do live in a bungalow right now, but it's not my dream house. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've got, I've got a couple of dream houses because I actually really love the basic minimalist apartments that have the huge windows that overlook the city. So there is, so there's that. I really like that. And I really like modern looking houses that are just really have those straight lines to them. I really like that. 
But that doesn't mean that I don't appreciate other types of buildings or other types of architecture. Okay. And so you need to think about that with bodies. Like how boring would our world be if we literally had one type of body? Okay. So like when you're driving through a new suburb and then, or you're like driving or not driving, you're like flying in a plane and you can see the suburb and you can literally see every single house is the same. And you can see that all the architecture is the same for every single house. And you're like, oh, okay, cookie cutter is like everyone's the same. Not everyone's the same, but every house is the same, right? And so that's the idea behind this, behind beautiful bodies, is that like you're not meant to have a cookie cutter body and the world would be so fucking boring. It would be so boring if we all looked the same. It'd be so, so boring. And so I like, we always crave for diversity and body positivity. And that's so important right now. And I'm so happy that there is a movement out there because, you know, that is so, something that has been so missing and so needed for so long, but something that we need so much more of. We need more body positivity. And so I'll tell you guys a little bit about my story. I actually suffered from anorexia and bulimia for almost 10 years. It was my life. My life revolved around eating and not eating. I was consumed with the idea that I couldn't eat a certain amount of calories. I was under stress all the time. And so when you're in that, it's so difficult to get out of it. I remember that I used to do this horrible thing where I would keep photos of very unhealthy models that were definitely abusing their bodies and and were sick in this way. And when I felt hungry, I would pull out these photos and look at them like, it's so sad and you know I look back on photos of me and I remember just chasing and chasing and chasing this idea of what skinny would bring me how skinny would feel but all it felt like was emptiness all it felt like was unhappiness living with anorexia and bulimia and body dysmorphia really took a lot of happiness out of my life. Now, I had these because, you know, of of previous things, of other reasons why I was unhappy. It was a way of me to have control in my life. You know, I felt like so much of my life was controlled by my parents, by the church, by the school. And this was just a way for me to gain some of that control back because I could control what I put in my body. You know, I wasn't able to control how I looked. I wasn't able to control where I went, who I went with, who my friends were, who I saw, what I did. I I couldn't even control what I wore. You know, there's so much constraint on my life at that age and I'm such a free Aquarius that it was really hard on me and I took those things very traumatically. And part of that, you know, trauma manifested into being bulimic and being anorexic. And, you know, what's more is that my family actually has quite a strong history of eating disorders. And so my family was very aware, you know, we have, you know, other family members and the family is very aware 
that some that some people might have had or have eating disorders and nobody says anything about it because I don't know why in my family it was never a big deal I could have stayed like this forever and really never have gotten the help that I needed at least not being pushed into it from anyone else and truthfully that's sad I look at myself I look back at myself when I was starving myself and I remember when I would like drop 10 pounds because I only drank water and had like orange slices for two weeks and I would be so proud of myself and it's just so I just look at her and I'm like babe you don't need to do this to be loved you don't need to do this to be sexy you don't need to do this to be happy And the truth was, and is, or was, that I wasn't happy with myself. Hey babe, thank you for being here. I am so excited to announce to you my 2021 program. It is the Self Love Magic Group Program. It's the first group program, that's so exciting. So this is launching in January 2021. The reason I am starting a group coaching program is because there is a lot of women who have said, you know, Liv, I want to work with you, but you know, right now is not the time financially. So this is a way for you to be in my coaching program, get all the benefits of one-on-one, but in a group setting. So you get access to me 24-7 for 12 weeks. Any time of the day, you can contact me. I am so excited to be that person for you. So your resolution this year only needs to be one thing, and that is to show up for yourself. If you're not showing up for you, babe, nobody else is going to do that. In this program, you are going to learn exactly how to fall in love with yourself. You're going to meet your higher self. You are going to fall in love with the goddess that you are. You're going to learn how to work with sexual energy. You're going to learn how to hold and set healthy boundaries. You're going to learn how to really fall in love with your body. There is so much more. There is so much healing. That is what this is going to be focused on is healing any and all trauma within you so that you can show up as your best self, your most authentic self. This program is going to be so transformative for you. It's so affordable. There are um, payment plans available for you. Payment payment plans available to you. And I'm so excited for you to be in it, for you to join us and transform your 2021. Get on it, girl. Start to up-level your life by showing up for you. So I'm so excited to launch this with you guys. Thank you for being here. If you want to be a part of this, send me a message on Facebook or you can send me a message on Instagram. I'm available there. You can also email me at admin at lifewithlibby.com. That's where you can send me an email. So Instagram, Facebook, send me a DM. Let me know that you want to sign up for this course and I will put you down. It's so, so, so affordable. So let me know. There are also payment plans available if any 
anybody needs to have those, that is fine with me, girl. I am so looking forward for you to be your best you, for you to show up for yourself, live your authentic life, use your power, and be magical AF in 2021. So a lot of loving your body has to do with how you actually feel about yourself internally. And you have to ask yourself some of those difficult, hard questions. Why do you feel this way? You know, has a partner, you know, been rude to you because of your body or your weight? Has your body changed because of pregnancy, giving birth? Has your body changed because you're becoming a teenager or an adult? Like, what are the reasons why you're why you don't feel in love with your body? And a lot of it, babe, is not your fault. It's not your fault that you feel like this because you haven't been taught how to love yourself. As women, we've been taught so much of how to tear ourselves apart. We've been taught how to tear other women down for the validation of men. Like, it's gross. It's sad and it's sick that we have not been taught to love ourselves. So don't beat yourself up. Don't feel like, oh my God, I'm never going to have this. Ugh, I'm I can't forgive myself. I hate that I've done this to my body. I girl, I could be sitting here and be like, oh my god, I hate that I used to do that to myself. I hate it. But no, what changed for me was a perspective of how I viewed my body. So I had done a lot of internal work, a lot of self-work already at this point. And I really suggest that you start with doing internal work. Um, but you know, when you want to start on the body, it really, your perspective needs to shift. Your perspective needs to shift as to how you perceive your body. Notice how I say not how you perceive yourself because your body is not you, baby girl. Your body is your vessel and your body is a gift. Okay. I remember being told forever, oh my God, your body is a temple. Your body is a temple. I will like stretch my ears and you know, my my mom hates my tattoos. I fucking love them. You know, but it doesn't matter what she hates or what she doesn't like because it's not her body. It's my body. And it doesn't matter what anybody likes or dislikes about you or what you put on your body or what you decide to do with it or how you do your hair or if you get a piercing or how you do your makeup or if you don't wear makeup, if you shave your legs or if you don't shave your legs. It really doesn't fucking matter. It does not matter. You matter. Your opinion of yourself matters. How you perceive your body matters. How other people perceive you and their opinions are only ever going to be projections of them, of their own self. So if you ever notice, and if you are a woman, I know you have gone through this before with other women where you or you and other women have sit and picked another woman's body apart. I've done it. One of the first women I can remember doing that to was Megan Fox. And I think it was just at the time I was a, you know, I was so insecure, obviously, and she was so beautiful, but I hated her for her beauty. Like I always had to find a flaw in her because at the time she was like the biggest it girl. 
And I just, I'm like, oh, Megan, I am so sorry. Like, you're outstanding. You're amazing. Like, you know, instead of looking at her and being empowered by her, I felt the need to tear her down. And so, what do you guys hear? The little gecko? That's the sound they make. They're, I think he's calling for a mate. <laughs> so when, you know, when you have just this pain and insecurity on the inside of you, that's when you tear down other women, right? So if somebody has ever said something negative about your body to you, do not take that as truth. It is not about you. It is only a projection from their shadows and from their own insecurities. And it is not, you know, obvious to them. It might not have been obvious to you. But also know that when you make judgments of other people, it's you having judgments about you. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about other women. And any time that you think about another woman and you think about her in a way that is not uplifting and not empowering and you feel that you need to bring her down, you need to stop right there. Have the self-awareness to do it. Check yourself and then you know what? Apologize to yourself. Say, self, I'm so sorry because you're better than this. And then send her in your heart. Send her blessings. Say, you know what? Thank you for showing me that I have something I need to work on. Thank you. Thank you for being a woman in your power. Because it's so often women in their power who get the most hate. You know what I mean? And that comes from women who have other insecurities. And your insecurities, you don't need to have them. And what I also like to say is your insecurities and your own self-negative beliefs, if you guys want to go back to a couple podcasts ago, I talk about negative self-belief. And in that podcast, I really talk about how your negative self-beliefs are not actually yours. So go back and listen to that um, and you'll know a bit more about what I'm talking about. But all of your shame and all of your trauma is not yours. But you accepted it and embodied it and now you're living with it years and years and years later. So that's the problem is that you have this idea that you're something that you're actually not. You feel me? So when it comes to your body, the perspective that you should have when it comes to really loving your body is an attitude of gratitude. And I hate that saying, but it is so true. I hate it. I think it's one of those things you just hear so much in your life. You're like, ugh, I get it. But you don't get it because you still don't have that attitude, girl. So when I had this really amazing moment one night where I was holding my feet and I just started crying because I was like, traveling and doing all of these things and I was like holy shit these feet have carried me across millions of billions of miles like I have gone into so many places they've taken me across so many beaches I I just had had such an appreciation for my feet in a way that I never appreciated my feet before like I just it was like an epiphany and I just thought holy shit I love my feet I love my feet so much. And I stood there and I held my feet and I cried. And then, you know, I went to, then I was like, you know what? I'm going to continue this. I'm going to continue this gratitude on my body. And I went to my shins and I was like, oh my God, thank you. Like I played volleyball and I just love that. I, I would dance and I love you. Thank you for allowing me to dance. And I went to my knees and I was like, knees, thank you for taking all of the beatings that drunk Libby has given you. Anytime drunk Libby comes out, we wake up with, you know, some very harsh cuts on our knees. So 
you know, knees, thank you for this. I go to my thighs and I'm like, thighs, thank you for being so beautiful and sexy. And I go to my ass. My ass is always my favorite part of myself. So I do, I go with this and I do this so on and so on and so on throughout, you know, all my fingers and my hair and my face and my eyes and my ears and my tongue and my stomach and my heart and my lungs. And then I'm like, what else can I think of? I'm like, my thyroid. Thank you, thyroid, for producing the hormones that I need. Thank you, uterus. I hate you sometimes, but thank you for connecting me. And like, holy crap, it's such a different feeling when you go to being grateful for your body right so the next step is really about focusing on on your health and when i say focus on your health i'm not meaning like go get a dietitian and get a trainer that's not what i'm saying i'm saying your attention your focus your intention for your body should be one of health and so when you focus on wow what's how how can i nourish this body that nourishes me because your body shows up for you even when you don't show up for her even when you poison her, even when you've, you know, done some things that your body is not, you know, do things to harm your body. I literally used to cut my body open. I would physically harm it on purpose because I was in so much pain. And, you know, when I, when I had that epiphany that night, I bawled my eyes out when I got to my arms and my thighs and I had these scars and I realized I had never apologized to my body for doing that to her. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And you know what else? I, wow, you know, I haven't shared this with anyone ever, but I apologize to my body for the times that I put her in, in sexual, you know, ways that I wasn't ready for, but I pushed myself to be, or the times that I had sex with somebody who wasn't, you know, um, didn't match me the time, you know, like I believe that a woman can definitely have sex with whoever she wants and be in her sexual power. I'm not saying that you can't, but there was a, there was, you know, some times for me where I was like, okay, well, I'll have sex with this person for this and this reason, you know, but not for reasons for me, not for reasons of my pleasure. And so it was in that moment is when I decided like, you know what, I'm never again going to have sex with anybody unless it's something that I truly, truly desire. I'm not just going to do it, you know, with my husband just to make him happy. If my body doesn't want it, I'm not going to do it. And I had crossed that boundary so much with my body. And I think a lot of that came from trauma of being sexually assaulted. Um, but I just apologized to her like, shit, baby, I, I'm so sorry that I, you know, I crossed your boundaries. I didn't listen to the boundaries that my body has, right? So when you have this idea of health for your body, you want to think, you know, how can I nourish her? And so then since I brought up boundaries, I wanted you to listen to your body. Start listening to her and ask her like, what is it that you want? How do you like to work? You know, like I said to you today, my body doesn't really wake up, you know, till later. It takes me a really long time in the morning. And that's something that I've learned to work with, with my body. I don't schedule meetings at 8 a.m. The only time I ever do early meetings is when they get scheduled and I have to be there. But I personally, I won't do that in my business. I don't schedule meetings for early in the morning 
because I have to be able to be sharp, be there for my clients and show up for my business and show up for myself. So that's a, that's a part of me listening to my body, right? When you listen to your body, like, you know, maybe just rubbing my hands on my legs, like that just oh, that feels nice. Caring for her in ways that just feel good. Also, you know, being sexual with yourself, for yourself, for nobody else's pleasure but your own. That's another way for you to really learn your body and honor her. Your vagina, your yoni, yoni, whatever you want to call her, she is beautiful and she is worth being taken care of and she should be taken care of good. That clitoris girl, girl, you have more nerve endings than that clitoris and a man does in his entire dick. Like that shit, you know what the only thing that organism, that or, organism, that organ, sorry, <laughs> the only thing that organ is meant for is pleasure men don't even have an organ like that girl like your body craves pleasure give that to her allow yourself to explore with her like too many times we've been told that we can't be sexual beings but then we're supposed to be sexual beings for a man but then we're supposed to be a pure like i'm doing air quotes right now girl in order to be like marriageable material because a man can be sexually active but a woman can't and then if a woman is sexually active that makes her attractive to a man but then not attractive enough to be his wife so like all of these systems are trying to work against us and i just say fuck that fuck the patriarchy bitch you do you do what feels right for you all right but listen to your body what boundaries does she have have you ever been in a situation where like somebody goes into hug you and they're like and you're like oh don't touch me but then you like give into the hug anyways yeah that is not listening to the boundaries in your body. If you don't want to ever touch somebody, you don't have to touch them. And if anybody touches you and you don't want them to, that is a boundary and that is harassment and that is not okay. Um, Your body, your choice, always babe. Whatever you want to do with your body, that is for you to decide and nobody else. So listen to your body, listen to those boundaries. Um... And I just want to say, I just want to add in here, if you do want to change your body, if you do, you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm this or I'm that and I want to feel good. There's nothing, I'm not saying don't go work out. I'm not saying, this is what I'm saying. Like if your body is craving movement, like give your body movement, listen to her. What does she need? You know, are you getting pain in your lower back because you don't have strong enough ab muscles? My best friend taught me that. (laughs) But like, what is your body telling you? Your body tells you so many different things and you can have so many different signals that come from it. You just need to be smart enough to listen. And the more that you listen to her, the more you're going to be able to build a friendship with her and get to know her better. When my best friend calls me, I mean, you know, I know we don't have caller ID anymore, but if she calls me, I mean, I know... You know what I'm saying. We have caller ID on all of our phones now. But back in the day, we didn't have caller ID on our phones. And I could pick up the phone at any time, not see a number, and know it's my best friend calling. Because I know her voice so well. That's what it does, okay? So like when you listen to your body more and more and more, the more you're going to know what she needs and what she wants and what she's asking of you. Because the more you respond, the more you're going to be able to hear, So start by doing that. 
Um, <laughs> and when I say nourish your body, babe, nourish your body. Do go work out. I hate going to the gym, so I don't do gym shit, but I like doing dance videos. Like there's so many on YouTube. And what's so exciting, oh my God, I don't know if I should be announcing this yet, but I'm already saying it, so I will. I'm gonna be having Fit With Flow is going to be doing um, live dance workout videos in the group, Magical AF Babe. So that's something coming up in the new year that I'm so excited because I just wanna offer a little bit more. I'm working right now on collaborating with some other like-minded individuals who are gonna be coming on and doing more lives in the group to um, really be helping you guys out in your self-love journey. So if you haven't joined Magical AF Babes yet, please join. We love, we'd love to have you. It's an amazing community that is growing every single day. So I'm so thrilled for that. So again, babe, back to your body. Listen to her, nourish her, take care of her. These are ways for you to really start loving your body and loving who you are. Um, the last thing that I will suggest to you today is for you to meet your higher self. If you have not met your higher self, baby girl, you need to do this because it is life changing. So I'm not going to get into an entire thing today. I'm just going to give you a small thing because your the higher self can be, you know, another whole podcast topic in of itself. Um, but your higher self is the you that is connected to the universe. It's your highest form. It is who you truly are. And when you see her, oh my God, like I'm telling you, I have not had a single client who has met her and hasn't just burst into tears and seen their true beauty. And so anytime that I feel like, oh my God, I'm not this, I'm not that, I just take a second and I realign myself. I close my eyes, I start breathing and I just like ask my higher self to come to me, to show herself to me. I'm like, fuck yes, I am beautiful. I am so great. I am so powerful. Whatever I need for anything, I call on her. And that is another thing that is so life-changing for you. I also offer meet your higher self sessions that you can do. Um, So if you do want to do a meet your higher self session, it's about an hour, hour and a half session where I will take you through and you can meet your higher self and have her speak to you and say some things that you needed to hear in that moment. Maybe you're going through a tough time. Maybe you're having a really hard time falling in love with your body. I highly suggest meeting your higher self because she is here waiting for you. She wants to meet you and she wants you to have the magic in your life. So my babes, I end with this. I absolutely adore you. Thank you for being part of this journey with me. Uh, I hope that this has helped you. And if it has, please leave a five-star rating, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify Podcasts. It really helps me get the word out to a lot more women. Share this with your friends. If you know, if every woman knows somebody who struggles with their body, every woman knows. So send this out to somebody today who's going to need this and who's going to be able to take in the information because we are here to empower each other. This isn't about me. It's about you and it's about her. You know, it's about us. It's about raising the collective. And that's what we're here for. So if you got something out of this message today, please share it. Please give me a five-star rating. I'm so thankful for you. And I'm going to keep doing these. So 
every Tuesday morning these get released and then every Thursday morning we have a uh, an interview podcast with a badass babe who's totally in her power so that she can leave you her tips, tell her story, and also empower you so you know how much you can achieve. I love you, babe. Thank you for being here with me today.